friends gather round. It's time for Gaijin a go go. What's up, cool cats and kittens? Oh, for fuck's sake. It's your dog, Will Diamond. Konbonwa. Because I must. It's me. It's Jake. I'm here. I'm back. Have you guys recorded one since I've been gone? Yeah. Okay, well, I'm back. Fucking biggest did return we? since Sam Punk. Yeah, we did. Okay. I swear okay. we did one without him. Uh, I don't know. Maybe we stayed on like a call afterwards and talked for like another 45 minutes. And so your brain registered it as, a, as an additional one. That's <laughs> probably actually it. But we got the whole gang here. It's time to complain about World Tag League. <laughs> Spoilers, Bishamon won, so Will's big mad. I'm big mad. I'm who big mad. Well, before we get into it, though, who do you hate more? Bishamon? Yoshihashi? Or who is the, the other guy that you fucking... Goto? Go, yeah, Goto's Goto. the other <laughs> half of Bishamon. I know, but Goto, like, on his own? Or Goto is part of Bishamon. Oh, I hate Goto when he's with Bishamon. So it goes Yoshihashi (laughs) at the top because he's the main thing that's wrong with it. Like, throw in literally any other Chaos member and you've got something. (laughs) I love how much you hate Yoshihashi. And it's to the point where I used to love Goto, and I can't stand Goto even if he's by himself anymore. Because right. now he has devolved down to just being Yoshihashi's pal. Well, I was going to say, wasn't, like, when you and um, Bentley were doing that one show, weren't you, like, Goto's biggest fanboy? Yeah, I thought for sure that, that, like, this is the guy. If you want a new number two, then put the fucking belt on Goto. He only needs one, like, 80-day reign. Give him one defense, take it off. He's legitimized, but then you can have him just keep bitching around and trying to get back to it, and he can still keep wasting away in the Never Division. Well, even as recently as the last fucking Wrestle Kingdom, though, you were fucking Team Goto. No, last Wrestle Kingdom was part of the tipping point for me, but it was more so that they took the belts finally off of FTR, and I never want FTR to hold gold. (laughs) <laughs> oh thank god i'm glad somebody said it <laughs> the second they get gold is when they expose themselves as one of the most boring fucking tag teams in wrestling that are so goddamn overhyped if you can't work with non-white people you're not good <laughs> they jason jordan's cannot- not white They can't work fucking Japanese wrestlers to save their life. Not like they really got too many opportunities. But good lord. I didn't think their Aussie Open matches were that good. It was just like you have done the objective amount of moves to earn your Meltzer three stars. Oh yeah, but their matches with the Alphas were fucking good. And Jason Jordan's not white. Retract your statement. Alright, so they've... There's one non-white person that they've put on something good with. Well, technically one half. And he's mixed because Kurt Angle's his dad. See, so it's one half. But still, that one half is important. Even going back to WWE, I think their shit with the New Day sucked. Because New Day sucks. 
uh, no, you're just wrong. No, they're fucking terrible. But their Bishamon stuff, terrible. Their stuff <laughs> with Los Hermanos Lee in AAA, terrible. Their stuff with the Lucha Brothers in AEW, the some of the fucking worst shit I've seen in the last five years of wrestling. That's because Lucha Brothers are fucking overrated, and people just like them because they do flippy shit. Don't at me. I hate you. <laughs> Lucha Brothers are the goddamn greatest tag team to ever grace this sport. And I know Jess is going to try and fight me because I don't like Lucha Brothers. They're so cool. They're not so cool. They're literally just the mega powers. Th- no, they're not. <laughs> yes, they are. It's a fucking no, Randy not. Savage and Hulk Hogan level of hype. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Are you high? But Penta's obviously has to be Hogan because he's the heel. <laughs> the original Pentagon was better than Pentagon Jr. Don't at me. Wrong. <laughs> An original Pentagon knows it. That's why he tried to kill him. <laughs> I, I mean, I would try to kill him, too. But fucking Bishamon winning it out. So semifinals after spending a whole goddamn tournament of being like, man, aren't TMDK so cool, guys? Y'all, we just realized this after three years of sticking them into the mud. And then after making it all this way and having on the platter a really fucking sick tag league finals of TMDK versus War Dogs. And instead, it's Bishimon versus fucking Hikaleu and El Phantasmo. Wait, wait, hold on. Weren't you a big Hikaleu guy? Like, I saw the potential, and I'm not going to lie. I actually do enjoy them as a tag team. I think El Phantasmo's honestly the weakest part of the two of them as a duo. El Phantasmo's the weakest part of any fucking group. Fuck that guy. Wrong. Sorry, Shane. No, fuck <laughs> that guy. With what his was such a Sasha highlight Banks for those bullet shit. club days. No, with his fucking Sasha Banks glasses and shit. Fuck that guy, dude. But they're, they're overall even solid. And instead, we are getting Bishimon winning the tournament so they can have three consecutive wins. And now Goto, they're trying to act like Goto's a real deal because, oh, he's tied with Enoki and Mudo for World Tag League wins. Cool, how many times has he held a belt that wasn't the never? You are not the same. (laughs) You are not the fucking same. So don't try and band-aid this shitty finals as, oh, but he's like Mudo and Goto. In what fucking way? Oof. Ooh. I mean, I'm going to agree with you that Goto's nowhere close to fucking Keiji Muto, but... No, and now, as an inverse, Yoshihashi has a stacked fucking record. <laughs> That's what you're the most mad about! <laughs> yeah! Why, and even out of all that shit, to go and have a 40-minute match of fucking nothingness outside of one really sick-ass bump Yoshihashi took. Can I, can I make a hot take real quick? What? Keiji Muto's probably the best fucking wrestler to come out of New Japan ever. 
Um, Sorry, but no, no, it's it's true. Alex Coglin. I don't know. <laughs> when he hit that fucking gut wrench, Death Valley Driver on Yoshihashi. I thought for sure that was it. And then Yoshihashi goddamn kicked out and then we win. Let's go to finals again. Because God forbid we have a real tag division. New Japan hasn't had a real tag division in 20 years. There was one Wrestle Kingdom where they did. But then if you you take a step back, you realize it's actually Ring of Honor's tag division that they're just borrowing. Oh, well, see, then it doesn't count. (laughs) (laughs) I still stand by that, though. Keiji Muto is probably the best all-around wrestler that ever came out of New Japan. As far as versatility and match quality and just, like, drawing. And he ran two characters and, like, fuck you, it's Keiji Muto. Close second would be Liger. Bivens, how do you feel about Bishamon going three straight? Uh, mixed feelings. Uh, I haven't seen the match yet. I, I thought they were pretty meh throughout most of the tournament. There were a lot of teams that did better. The aforementioned TMDK. I, yeah, I don't know. the The most standout match for them for me was the uh, the one versus the Luchadors, but I don't know. I, I think also with that, you're guaranteed next year that they're going to make it to the finals again, just because New Japan likes to have like defending tournament winners lose in the finals uh, the year after. So. I mean, we're looking at a, a presidential term of uh, of Bishimon making the finals. So I I think that's a, a bit on the much side, but I, I certainly don't hate them as much as you do. I do agree that their matchup with uh, Sobrano and Atlantis Jr. was really fun, but I just really liked Sobrano Jr. He's so fucking good. Oh, yeah. The pop-up Rana that he would do, like, where you go 10 feet in the air and then do a somersault and then come back down with the Rana, that was that was awesome. It's fucking beautiful. But I don't know. There was just so many good... T- the fact that even Bad Luck Fale was mildly impressing me. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Like, him yeah. and Jack Lanza, I think was his name... Uh, that Bonza. can't be it because Jack Bonza, yeah. Which I like that Jack Bonza has not fully figured out the t-shirt rule yet because he would take his t-shirt off for the most mediocre of matches, but then would put on a fucking clinic and leave it on. <laughs> Why the fuck is he wrestling in a t-shirt to begin with? He honestly shouldn't be because he's in phenomenal shape. Oh yeah, he's uh. He's one of those guys that, like, if you're going to see a wrestler, like, in a commercial somewhere, like an insurance commercial or just something, he's, like, the most wrestler-looking wrestler that you could find. Like, just jacked to the gills. And I love that he played into uh, being a complete fucking idiot at points, too, because it just fit with, like, the way he looked. Like, yeah, I can believe he's a little bit dumb. Can we just replace Chase Owens with him? Hey, watch your mouth. That's the pride of East Tennessee wrestling. 
as much as I love Chase Owens, as far as the tag team with Folly went, I did enjoy Bonza more than I've enjoyed the Owens stuff as of lately. The Owens shit was the pits when they won those tag belts for that little hot potato month. It was looking bleak. I, I have but also fun. insane that Fale had never had a tag run before. I have I have a fun Chase Owens story in Japan if you would like to hear it. Unfortunately, I would. <laughs> it was one of my uh, one of my vacation trips to Japan. I think it was 2017, and uh, I actually got to take in two different uh, shows in Japan that year. Like I got to go to an All Japan show, which was fucking fun. I had more fun at it, and I got to go to a New Japan show. And uh, on the New Japan show, Chase, I don't remember who Chase wrestled, but Chase wrestled somebody and he had to put him over. And it was a point where, like, you know how, like, post-match they're kind of quiet after the finish or whatever. And they're walking to the back and I yelled as the only, probably one of the few or only English-speaking people in the crowd because it wasn't televised. It was just a tour show. And I was like, hey, Chase, if that match had happened in Tennessee, you would have won. And he just looked like so confused because like I didn't expect it to be as loud as what I had because it was so quiet. Because <laughs> like he had maybe six months before that been at TWE and wrestled Jaden, and I think he beat Jaden. So it's like, oh Chase, if that was in Tennessee, you would have won that match. And he just kind of like stops in his tracks and was like, what the fuck? <laughs> it was too funny. Yeah. Chase Owens is a man. I, I like Chase Owens a lot. He's the pride of East Tennessee wrestling until Jaden breaks the fuck out. Yeah. Jaden. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I, I hope so. I, I saw the thing you posted on Facebook lately about like who he wants to wrestle next year and where he wants to go. And he's, he's got big goals. And I mean, oh. I can I can see him making all of them. I mean, big goals. I mean, the fucking kid has done enough as it is. Like, the whole him getting in with WXW, fuck's sake, let's go. Like, I live vicariously through that fucking kid because I've watched him growing up. And God damn it, now we're turning into a fucking Let's, let's Praise Jaden podcast again. <laughs> <laughs> but I love that kid, and I hope he does some cool shit. And, like, I'd love to see him in, like, Noah or some shit, you know? Oh, yeah. Well, hey, I mean, Noah's giving out chances to everybody right now. So I, I think he would uh, I think he would excel more than uh, Vinny Massaro has lately. <laughs> Dude, I feel like if Jaden went to fucking Noah, he would take that place over in six months. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Jaden probably I mean, would have got over big and fucking like Masala's still alive green ring Noah. But I digress. Yeah, it'd be nice to see uh, Noah bring in and really push like a foreigner. I mean, yeah, well, oh, just sure. to push anybody other than like the same four guys. But I mean, well, traditionally they've never been big on foreigners because it was always like Masala and Kobashi were on top, you know, and then in, right. with the juniors it was always Kenta. Yeah, you know, because like hypothetically in the in the early two thousands, who the fuck in junior wrestling could touch fucking Kenta? Yeah. Like, even still, who the fucking touch can't tell, but whatever, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Ain't when nobody fan, that can fucking, fucking touch Kenta, junior heavyweight, heavyweight, anything. The motherfucking goat. Speaking of that, you know who I, like, a match that I would always like if I had a time machine and I can bring somebody, you know, from their prime 
to wrestle somebody else like in their fucking prime, I would have always loved to see like 1983 Dynamite Kid and like 2004 2005 Kenta. Oh my god, <laughs> fucking lumps out of each other. Yeah. <laughs> I just wanted to see Kenta retire CM Punk. Come on. <laughs> Why is everybody? Why is everybody got to dunk on Pepsi Phil? Like the man came back to the fucking Fed, and I'm happy about it. And everyone's giving me shit because Kenta has not had his dues. I agree, but give the man his flowers. The Fed fucked him up, and they bungled it. And I was afraid they were going to do it, and they did it. Oh, just maybe, maybe. Name, but Kenta didn't. Maybe, maybe we'll get to see it now that Punk is back in uh, NXT. Maybe, maybe we'll get a uh, Hideo or Hideo Itami return to NXT 2024. Oh, that'd be nice. I would I would love to see a Kenta in, in Punk match, honestly. Like in a non-ironic, like, hope Kenta kills him type way, like, I would love to see that match. I would have loved to have seen that match 20 years ago. I want to see it solely in a I hope Kenta fucks him up since. No, Kenta's business, and you know he is. Uh, I mean, yeah, because when the match was going to happen, he said, all right, pay me more now. He's business. Honestly, it would not be the worst thing in the world for NXT to bring back in Kenta so he can teach those kids how to work a house show. Like, hey, guys, I used to do all the stuff that you're doing now, and then I got hurt, and now I make more money doing way less. Exactly. Man had an all-timer G1 run last year off of promoting his book in Power Walking. <laughs> right. Yes. Power Walking Kenta was such a fun time. Yeah, I'm sad that that one's over. That's how weird Japanese wrestling is, is that even in companies like New Japan, getting over with that shit can truly lead to like, oh shit, that power walking shit's hot. Give him a belt. But does it, like, <laughs> with you two, like, does it not, like, not feel correct, like, Kenta being in New Japan? Uh, it's so kind weird. of. It feels weird, but only because I always assumed it was an inevitability. But I thought once he did, he would explode straight to the top. And it seems like they are punishing him for not being there. And it just seems weird that they still kind of have that mentality of like, oh, well, you're a Noah guy, so fuck you. Well, I mean, it, it, it's it's in kind of indicative of the like, remember when like the style differences between the, the big three knew, knew all and Noah were so set that like a guy moving from one to the other would take years to fucking establish like the fact that he's kind of gotten over so quickly in new Japan's like indicative of like the differences between King's road, Royal road and strong style aren't there anymore. I mean, yeah, because they're really all kind of just doing the same thing. Like the only company that really does king's road like that is all japan now because all japan is especially with the heavyweights is still very 
big on story is key and less is more and no one's really doing anything super flashy well the 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 end the ending sequences in all japan are all have have consistently always been very similar where it's like mm-hmm. the finisher spanning and the big big moves and all that you know so i've always well, that's liked why kento miyahara works so well because his finisher is literally just a fucking german but the whole I final five minutes is just he's finally got the waist lock and it's just how many ways can he lift me up and then immediately put me back down sure I've loved that kid. Like the first when I saw him wrestle the first time in 2017 in person, I was like, I like this kid. He's incredible. He if he wasn't in all Japan, then he would be regarded as one of the best in the world. But He's, no one watches all Japan. I I do. I like all Japan. Like he's easily on dudes like Okada and Danielson and Omega's level, but he just doesn't have the eyes for it. Hot take? He'd fucking smoke Omega. Mm. Current Omega or Prime Omega? Do what? Current Omega or Prime Omega? Any Omega. Man, Prime Omega was so different. That shit was... That shit was a magical era for wrestling. I hate Kenny Omega. You'll never... Love some Kenny Omega. I hate him. Hate him. Why? Hate him so Why do you much. hate him? I hate. I don't know his facial work. It just seems too over the top and cartoony to 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 a to a fault. Uh, I don't like the pandering of like some of the shit that he'll wear out to the ring. See that I like only because there's an, honestly no one on that level that really panders to those kind of niche things that like whenever they do the little dress up entrances i always fucking love those mm. like the basketball one they did was hilarious street fighter one was great the one where kenny was jasmine in new mm. japan that was all timer you know what one of my biggest like things about him that i don't like and and it's not even like he kind of made finisher spamming a thing to where finishers almost don't mean shit anymore because you know now, going into a big match, that one of your finishers is no longer going to finish the fucking match. I do not right. agree. I yeah. do not agree with that at all. Because Kenny Omega, if anything, is one of the only people in wrestling, and I can't believe I'm about to say this, other than Baron Corbin, Ew. that truly actually has the value of a finisher. Only one person apiece has kicked out of that finisher. So it's one of those things. If it's hit, you know that is it. While also still in a few key storylines having that, like, will he be the one to be able to kick out of the one wing angel? Whereas with the end of days, not really. It's just an odd coincidence that no one has really kicked out of that. <laughs> no one's kicked out of my DDT. <laughs> so with World Tag League finishing with bum-ass Bijamon going three-peat and picking their opponents to be Gorillas of Destiny, who they just beat, and now it's belt for belt. Oh, no. What does this mean for Strong? So I guess Strong is just pretty much done. Well, 
I wanted to ask that question too, because apparently with the triple crown thing in the continental classic in AEW, it sounds like the new Japan open weight title is getting unified anyways. So I wonder like where it's going with the strong titles and the, the women's title. Like they just made the women's title this year and it already seems like it's a lame duck belt. Like it was when they made it because they already got the IWGP women's title. But, but it's now, now more, more important than the IWGP women's title. I feel like the strong women's belt has had way more spotlight with Julia holding it versus what they've done with the IWGP women's title since really since it first popped up. Because it was really just a prop to get Mercedes Monet, who maybe now her contract actually is already up. Who fucking knows? She sucks. <laughs> no, Mang. No, she's her new finisher alone is so fucking sick. As long as you do it right. Well, that's the fucking key, isn't it? It should look good on everyone, regardless of whether or not they do it right. <laughs> no, just skill issue. Get better. She should get better. She did. She went and trained with Mara Fuji and Skade. That don't matter. The Kyrie match was a banger. Well, she's still dog. Well, that's because Kyrie was in it. No, I'm not gonna lie. Kyrie, Kyrie could, was putting Kyrie on some fucking, fucking stinkers. Um, Kyrie could wrestle a fucking broom, and it would be excellent. I like how everyone got quiet after I said that. <laughs> right? Yeah. No, you're right. Because I'm, you're right. Right. I'm fucking yeah. right. It's the same thing with Linus Oscar. Linus Oscar could wrestle a broom and it'd be fucking excellent. Is she, is she the uh, the dominatrix chick? Linus Oscar? I yeah. Believe, I believe she did that. Oh, okay. She did, do, okay. she did do the cool fucking, like, I think that's where Chono stole his heel gear from. What <laughs> was from Linus Oscar when she turned heel and left Rush Gals? So, low-key, you know, Chono's a fucking Linus Asuka mark, which... Yeah, I but mean, Chono's also the fucking raddest. I fuck it. I love Greatest that. theme in all of pro wrestling. Eh. Dolly. Oh. <laughs> I fucking love Chono, dude. Chono's the fucking best. So, how are you feeling about... Wrestle Kingdom now that we've got a mostly complete card outside of like probably a random singles match and of course the ramble. Well, hit us with it. What's the card? So, main event, we've got maybe not even the main event if Okada gets his way. But we've got Which he should. IWGP World Title Sonata defending against Naito. Naito's very obviously going to win that. Are you sure? Yeah. They're going to give Naito that that one final well this would be like solidifying for sonata if he got which it. is why they won't do it really i don't think i think they're too scared to actually do it do you think new japan of all places is afraid to make a new star absolutely okay i think I they're it for terrified of making a new star right now you think they're gonna wait until like Tanahashi officially hangs it up to get a fourth man? 
No, because they've already set it up to be Shota Umino. He's going to be the only new star made. How do you feel Mark about that? Mark my fucking words. All of these other people are going to wind up wasted. Narita will be a never baby, but we all we already knew that. I don't... Well, Yoda do Suji is the you, only other um, star that can be made. You've been an Umino guy. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with it. I really like Umino. I think he's already settled into that role of I'm the next ace very well. I but the was. more I see, especially now that really all four of them are back, now that Uemura's returned from Impact, mm. I don't... Umino's kind of impressed me the least. I wish it was it was going to be Ren. Me too. That. Narita impresses me the most on a match-to-match basis, but I knew he's... He's a Shibata baby, which also, can we just take a moment to acknowledge what the fuck is Shibata teaching these children that they all seem to just go fucking insane? (laughs) He's teaching them fucking right. He has no more children. The only one that hasn't turned evil now is Kevin. You know, know, I've always been on that, that whole Okada's the best wrestler in the world and I will die on that hill. I'm not even that big a fan of Okada's work, but consistently I've always said Kazuchika Okada is the best wrestler in the world, which should say something that I'm not that big a fan of his work. A strong number two, a very close number two would be Shibi. Like, Katsuri Shibata is fucking incredible. He made Wheeler Yuta look like a star, and I'm sorry, but that's something that no one else has been able to do this year. But yeah, that's that's my opinion, and I'll, I'll die on that fucking hill. Okada's the best wrestler in the world, and the close number two would be Shibata. I think the best wrestler in the world right now... If you say Jeff Jarrett, I will rage quit. ...is <laughs> probably... Be, be very careful about what you say. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's honestly a little bit of a toss-up. It's kind of, I would say one of them beyond a shadow of a doubt right now has to be, and I feel like it's a mildly spicy take, but I still think that Kanosuke Takeshita is one of the best fucking wrestlers in the world right now. Explain. He is more well-rounded than and he won. He truly can do it all. He can be the best fucking Carrie Morton your southern ass could ever hope to cheer for. Or he can be a great monster killer heel. Like, despite, and I know everyone is just going to be like, oh, he's not that good. That's because y'all some nerds and only watch AEW. Look at his shit in DDT. <laughs> Look at his shit in DDT. His body of work there before he even got the fucking US deal. He was already a 10 out of 10 babyface. That I honestly thought New Japan was going to steal him. Well, I'm going to counter I'm going to counter that with Chris Brooks. No. Chris Brooks has sank so hard with that KOD open weight run. Yeah, I know, but But Chris also it's Unfortunately, they gave him the same treatment as his predecessor, Yuji Hino. They didn't give him anything to work with. 
I'm, I'm just I'm, no, I'm not talking about overness and, and like booking strategy. I'm talking Chris Brooks would still smoke to catch it. No. 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 I, I and then my manager on this. I'd probably <laughs> say number two would probably be Jeff Jarrett. <laughs> I hate Jeff Jarrett so much. Why That's do you guys fucking do this respect to, to your Texas Chainsaw Massacre world champion? I will not. I will <laughs> I refuse. Sorry, 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 sorry. Your Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the video game world champion. For fuck's sake. I refuse. <laughs> you guys do this shit to me on purpose. He better defend that title this, this upcoming Halloween. <sighs> He's waiting for the DLC to drop. God damn it. <clears throat> I hope they actually, like, let him keep the belt. I hope he hangs that above his bed. I, yeah, I feel right like he would. To, I was going to say, right next to all those NWA title runs that he got when his dad was running the fucking place. And when he was running it, too. Yeah, no wonder he was NWA World's Champion. The motherfucker was only World Champion when his dad or his buddy was fucking booking the fucking place. Jeff's Wrong, because everyone by everyone's account seemed to have fucking hated him at WCW, and he stacked up like five there, didn't he? Because Russo was booking, and he's buddies with Vince Russo. Fight me. <laughs> Listen, you just need to sit your little slap nuts down and oh, God damn it. learn to recognize never, greatness when it smacks you over the fucking it. head with a guitar. I I have the Never Do a Drive clip now saved on my phone in full HD. <laughs> never drew a dime. <laughs> How many fucking guitars did fucking Okada break? Not enough. Also, <laughs> Okada's coming back to TNA. Oh, for God. A match, and man, I'm. I like <laughs> that. the Kato shit again. No, they're just being extra for a relaunch to say TNA's back. They sure are being very impact wrestling mm. because it, we once again have a fucking pay-per-view where two of our singles champions are working a six man tag, but also, and I legitimately want a singles match out of it because I think he is the most slept on wrestler in the world today. We're getting Kazushka Okada and Brian Myers in the same ring, and I'm legitimately so excited for that. Oh, Brian Myers is so fucking good. He is so incredible. Once again, y'all would realize this if you watched the best American wrestling, Impact. <laughs> well, speaking of our baby boy, Kazushka Okada, what what do you guys make of the, his contract coming up soon? Where do you think that man's going? <clears throat> Y'all need to realize how famous Okada's wife is. <laughs> you think she will move to Florida? Oh, absolutely not. <laughs> Mama Okada ain't going fucking no place. Girls on actual television, not fucking pro wrestling. That's not real TV. No. Mama Okada is going to put the kibosh on fucking going to America real fucking quick. Yeah. So it's not up to what Okada wants because nope. he also just had a child. No. You absolutely. think his much more rich and successful wife will say, yeah, let's piss that away and go to fucking Fort Lauderdale. 
Yeah, Mama Mama yeah. Okada is the fucking breadwinner in the Okada house. <laughs> She's like Kazuchiko, absolutely not. <laughs> not to mention, New Japan now has more money to spend now that they don't have a stupid little British boy on the payroll. Oh, you're throwing fucking bombs at Willie Osprey. Now that he ain't on payroll, that's more top guy money to throw around. And already, New Japan doesn't actually have that many people under contract. Mo- I, I 75% Ospreay, of, no, I was until Osprey sh- started exposing himself for being a giant piece of shit. I was an Osprey guy until that fucking match he had with Omega and that Katie fell asleep watching. That's how that was a pretty was. no. That was a sick ass match when he no, hit that, that fucking Kreutz Wrath onto the exposed turnbuckle. That was the honestly one of the gnarliest fucking things I've seen. No, that match was a fucking stinker. I'm still mad at you for wasting my goddamn time making me watch that. It was sick, and also you watched the Watto match, so shut the fuck up, Mister Watto. <laughs> Where's my boy getting his fucking title? But back to Wrestle Kingdom, because we got sidetracked on how New Japan's terrified of making top stars. And, and Mama Okada putting the kibosh on the Okada's moving to Florida. We've got Okada versus Danielson, too. Let's Electric see if movie. Danielson gets hurt this time. But Kazuchika either way, I think this will be the best go-around of it. Well, yeah, because it's taking place in Japan. Exactly, and it's in the dome. Sure. I mean, so, it's an automatic like six stars from Uncle Dave. Cause it decently excited for that, but it is a rematch because almost the entire card is rematches from things that have happened this year. The Never Belt is yet another Shingo Takagi Tamatonga match that no one is asking for. Except for yeah, you, fuck that match. Except for you six months ago. No, Chingo's already got the belt. He doesn't need to drop it to Tamatonga at the dome. Yeah, but you love So Tamatonga can then go drop it at New Beginning. Yeah, but you love Shingo. I do love Shingo, but You're I don't Shingo need boy. after the last pay per view that they had, the US one was headlined by them. We don't need it again at Wrestle Kingdom. But are you saying the match is not going to be good? I don't think it will be that good, no. You heard it here first, folks. <laughs> will doesn't think a Shingo match is going to be good. And he's the biggest, the single biggest fucking Shingo apologist I've ever seen. What do you mean apologist? What has there ever been to apologize for about a Shingo Takagi match? Nothing. Like I said. Oh, like I'm said. so sorry. I just watched one of the most fucking exhilarating performers of my life. Uh, see, like I said, he's just adding more fuel to the Shingo apologist flame. We've I'm joking you wrong. I like Shingo too, but... We've got Hiromu Takahashi defending the IWGP Junior Heavyweight Championship, which will officially have been held for 365 days against El Desperado. Boo! It should be Master Wado. It honestly fucking time. should. When is Wado getting his goddamn flowers? New stars are not allowed. They're going to miss the boat on him. Oh, I think they're okay with that because I don't think they view a boat 
even <laughs> existing. That, oh, wow. exactly. And it's just incredible how he was getting insane reactions in the dome just a year ago, and mm-hmm. then had an awesome Best of the Super Juniors run, won it, lost that title match, and it was like, all right, well, Wado has to suffer just a little bit longer. And then I assumed him and Desperado were going to win the tag league because they were actually a very fun duo. And instead, that was a launch pad for Desperado to get a title shot. Do you think they're making amends for not pulling the trigger on Desperado before with this? Oh, no, this is definitely a make good run because all of his big moments as junior heavyweight champion happened in front of no one. Mm. Yeah, but it's it's Watto's time. Watto should have been the guy. Oh, absolutely. I will say Hiromu circled me back to loving him. I Now that he's capped off his little tour of going and running over the other Japanese company's top juniors, mm. he went to DDT to wrestle the greatest, the actual best wrestler in the fucking world, Kazuki Hirata. Easy. Sure. That was one of the most entertaining fucking matches I've ever seen. The only match that I can think of off the top of my head that as soon as it was done, I immediately just restarted the match because it was just so fucking hilarious. I'm Hiromu, need more... he needs to just go there. I'm I'm going to need more biblically accurate Hiromu with the dome, though. Oh, he wore that jacket and commentary Yay! just kept being like, that shit looks weird. Biblically accurate Hiromu. <laughs> and the whole gimmick of the match was after invisible amount of time, we changed the stip. <laughs> invisible <laughs> amount of time. <laughs> and they have a little, like, wheel, spin the wheel, make a deal gimmick up on the Titantron, and it just keeps being goofy ass shit. There was one that was... I can't remember what they called it, but it was essentially a brassiere match, where a blindfold brassiere match, where they put bras on both of them, but Hiromu, who's his, <laughs> in the wrong commentary, is fucking dying at Hiromu with the bra on, and his nipples are just clean underneath it. And f- so how you win that stip is you have to, of course, find your opponent and rip off their bra. Show Bobs. But we had that. We had a handicap match, so Hiromu had to work Yoshi, or Yoshihiko. I'm in. He hung, Let's go. He hung. Let's go. I'm, it was... The first one was they had to wrestle on beat, and if you didn't hit your moves on beat with the music that was playing, you weren't allowed to make a cover. A brother. Let's go. Like, it was so fucking good. And then Wait, with was the... that, that one was against Yoshihiko? No, so Yoshihiko okay. was only there for the handicap stipulation. I, I want to wrestle Yoshihiko so bad. Can and someone book that, please? I would pay so much fucking money to ship that doll over here. <laughs> I want to match with Yoshihiko. It can't happen because they'd have to kick out of the, the DDT. I would let Yoshiko kick out of the D. That would honestly be the funniest fucking shit. And then I need you to find Jake Roberts and show him, tell him how you use that finish and no one kicks out, and then show him that video. Because <laughs> I, I did tell. I did tell. 
Well, I feel fact, like I that sh- would actually be what kills him. I was going to say, what? <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't the cocaine. It was the fact that a blow-up doll kicked out of his fucking finish. Now, and fun then fact, Jake I Roberts passed of a broken heart. Because <laughs> fun fact, I did get to tell Jake Roberts in person to his face that I was making the DDT a finish again. And he was like, well, that, that's good because it is a finish. <laughs> that was one of the most fun conversations I've ever had with anybody in my life was telling Jake Roberts that I've made his finish a finish again. And then him telling me or asking me if because me and Katie were dressed as Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels is like, yo, is old, old, old sourpuss over there seeing you two yet? You two aren't supposed to be together. When's the divorce? It's like, I've been there before. And he was like, yeah, me too. <laughs> Jake Roberts is a fucking delight, dude. I love him. So how do we feel about Tanahashi challenging for the television championship against Sabre? I mean, I'm always for Tanahashi winning any belt. I think Tanahashi with that belt and being stuck under 15-minute time limits is the best utilization for Tanahashi right now. Keep it short and sweet. Because he's he's moving. like You can tell his hips and his legs are hurting him so fucking bad because he's starting to move like Matt Hardy. But it's like Tanahashi has too much love for the fucking game and will still be like, all right, it's time to hit my moves and will throw himself fully into it so those moves look good. But I get so nervous when I see him hit high fly flows now because you can tell it's hurting his hips so goddamn bad. Well, that and his knees probably. Oh, yeah. And I think Sabre is a perfect fucking opponent for him because you can keep it slow and limb worky. Mm-hmm. And they already have really good chemistry. And on top of that, Sabre has a winning record over Tanahashi, which sure. is not common for Sabre because they do not treat that boy right. Well, it's a good fucking like Rocky type story, too, with the old lion finally getting his win back over the young boy, you know? And- yeah. And Tana's still fucking over like gangbusters with people in Japan, like as he should be. He's still fucking incredible. Oh, I love but him. Then how could we forget? We have also just truly the most thrilling of fucking matches. It's crazy how as soon as that belt got physically destroyed, I forgot everything about it. We got Moxley. Finley uh, and Osprey. Who can be the biggest fucking nerd around John Moxley? John Moxley. No, because Moxley's fucking sick. And instead, we're just going to get no. David and William stinking it up. Yeah, John Moxley stinking it up. I don't understand people's attraction to that guy. I really don't. He's got. It's one of those things where you. It doesn't translate as well on TV as it does when you see him live, but it he has that exact same aura to him that Nick Gage has, where he feels real. No. Even such, like he's he's a third rate fucking uh Onita to me. No, he's no, as a big old fucking FMW and Onita nerd, he is much better than Onita. Oh, fuck off. We will fight. 
Onita. <laughs> no. He's Onita with knees. Yeah. He's Onita if Onita wasn't good. No, Moxley's that dude. Fucking Onita dude. would fucking murder Moxley. No, because he's busy losing to bald people in DDT. Hayabusa would murder Moxley. Which Onita's Rip. probably about to get a tag run in DDT. Him and my boy Toy Kojima are gonna finally team up. I I love Toy. He's yeah, so I love that kid. Fun. I love him. He's so I fun. Would, I would give one of my testicles to wrestle against that kid. Have you seen the houseboat show yet after Peter Pan? I have not. It's so fresh after Yuki Yuno dethrones Chris Brooks for the world title. Because, Boo. yes, the KOD Openweight Championship is a world championship. Well, as it should be. And it in his first fucking match after winning it, because I think it was literally the next day, they do a three-way tag match on a houseboat of Yuno and Toy Kojima versus Sanchiro Takagi and I think Makoto Oishi. And then Tetsuya Endo, and I always forget his name, even though he's really fucking good. But he's one of the more recent graduates in the last couple of years from the DDT school, and he wears yellow. Not Yukio Naya. No, not Yukio Naya. He's he's one of the junior kids, and he's young. Yukio Naya wears red, and he's shaped like a tree. And I don't mean that in a good way. Or so necessarily like a bad like, way. Yukio so Nai like, is just a weird looking dude. So he's like Maskless Liger then if he's shaped like a tree. Kind of. He's like a golem. So he's Maskless Liger. Like late game Liger. No, because he's huge. So was Liger. Liger's like not Liger? tall. Ooh, that's true. Liger's like 5'3". Or that it. wide. And not even like a, oh, he's fat. Like he's not. He's just got such a weird long wingspan to him he looks like a fucking ogre that got turned into a human i don't know like dude i met liger at a in an roh show once in like 2016 i think it was or 15 that man bigger than television makes him look like liger is a wide he's a short man but he's a fucking wide dude that's how I felt whenever I'd met Mick Foley. I never realized how massive he was. Oh, Mick's a big dude. He's just short. No, he's not. He's like <laughs> six foot two. That's not that big in terms of most wrestlers. Like, I mean, that's still... I always assumed Mick, Holt, Mick Foley was like 5'11". Because... Well, he is when, he, when he's... No, that's what I'm saying, though. With the hunch, he still had, like, two inches over me. You're not that fucking tall. No, but I'm not short, either. I'm six foot. I'm just saying, like, when we met Liger, like, I was blown away about how short he was, but how big he was. I figured he'd be big and beefy. That man's got fucking tree trunks for legs. Oh, he was yeah. in full he was in full gear when we met. He was just wearing running shoes. But like he was in full gear when we met him. And even my brother was like like I knew he was short, but like goddamn. I mean, you can tell that by how Liger throws those combo kicks. 
Oh, the 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 somersault kick. Yeah. Oh, Jesus. The dude. way he it's fucking the... tumbles into it once he gets like mid rotation is oh, sure. it's like watching a beautiful car wreck. I can't remember who it was I heard say like that has taken that kick from him. It was like, oh, he kicks you into the next dimension with that. Like he cannot pull that kick. Oh hell yeah. But also that's just all new Japan guys of that era. One of my favorite things was still watching Suzuki beating the shit out of Effie and Effie visibly realizing, oh fuck. One of my favorite things in wrestling is ever seeing fucking Minoru beating the shit out of people. I love oh that. yeah, that was. I still can't believe I got to see him work two matches in one day, and one of which was winning a belt. I I can see that being a a big like tentpole moment in somebody's life. Like, oh, yeah. that was fucking sick. I saw him beat the shit out of Rhett Titus, who I do not like at all, in a match where Rhett Titus got zero offense. It was well, awesome. Well, that was cathartic well, lo- for you. And dropped a belt to Suzuki, and then. We all hopped in a car and saw a show that started as that show was already still kind of wrapping up, and then he fought Effie. I still always like the like the line of comparison you always draw with me. The fact that I like the way I'm booked at places is always fucking fighting kids like half my fucking age. You're like you're like American fucking Suzuki. You just have this problem with young boys. And I love you for that because fuck these kids. I'm, I'm still one day I'm going to have the Jake Murphy fuck them kids t-shirt made. It's going to be a one, thing that happens. One day basketball Jones will get what's coming to him. I got to get my win back. I know those four or five other wins beforehand were not enough. No, absolutely not. Got to get at least 10 on him. But yeah, Wrestle Kingdom's not looking too hot this year. Or I guess technically next year. Well, I mean, it's it what two mo- a month from now, so not even. It's in a few weeks. Yeah, but it's a couple it's, weeks from now. None of the matches look really that appealing because we've already seen all of them this year alone. Uh, well, it's because they won't goddamn give fucking the MVP Master Wado his goddamn due and let him be the fucking champion already. Well, but even if they did do Wado, that would still be a rematch too. They're just, I don't know, they're in such a weird point, and it's just so wild that they, like, halfway do push in that, like, oh, Suji, Uemura, Umino, and Narita, these are big deals, and yet they are not in anything at the Dome, and I'm willing to fucking bet you their consolation prize is they're all four going to be the final four for the KOPW. (laughs) (laughs) So you don't think we're going to get Narita and Umino in a singles match? They need to, but I don't think they will. I would pay money for that. I mean, they already had some banger shit before, then had a really good tag run, and now Narita's part of the House of Torture. <laughs> I think that shit's so funny. I hate the whole House of Torture thing. So funny. I like them. And I know you. They've do. like the, we've the had this conversation. It goes the more I enjoy their shit. It's I so we've, weird. We've had this, conversation. and I think Narita and Evil are gonna be a really fun tag team. 
Ugh. Fucking Eve. We're 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 one step away from Narita having a uh, guitar and uh, just breaking that over people's heads on and his route to the NWA World Title. And then we get Ren Narita versus Jeff Jarrett. Oh God, damn it! <laughs> you were you were just fucking waiting for that. Two out of three fall uh, guitar match. Two out of three guitars. But it's got to take place in Nashville at the fucking fairgrounds. Well, yeah, so Jeff can go over. Uh, Two guitars over nothing. Because, Narita, welcome to the mud. You are trapped now. If ever there was any shot at him being anything higher than just a four or five time never open weight champion, that is long gone now that he's with House of Torture. Oh, yeah. Because House of Torture play their role very well, but there is never any delusions that they will advance out of the mid-card. I mean, part of that's got to be because of their name. That's a terrible name. House of Torture is fun. They just need to actually torture people. But no one wants to hear House of Cheating. (laughs) Ask my (laughs) ex-wife. Don't let that one breathe. I mean, uh, that's my favorite. I mean, that's my favorite thing when fucking fans start chanting that I'm cheating, and I was like, oh, you guys just sound like my (laughs) ex-wife. That's good. Uh, I'll have to steal that for when when I wrestle in a public library in uh, Tennessee. (laughs) Hey, what are you trying to say? (laughs) You'll have one over on me. I've never wrestled in a public library in Tennessee. Yeah, public library and the back of a tattoo parlor in uh, Murfreesboro. So I've done Hell that. Yeah, I've done that, but not in Murfreesboro. What? Where'd you do it at? It wasn't Murfreesboro, but the ta- like we were in the back garden of a of a tattoo place. <laughs> I don't think oh, it was okay. Murfreesboro. No, it may have been Sweetwater, honestly. <laughs> oh, that's cool. That's this, a- no, it was, it was full on like in like the back. Like, you could open a door and, like, go through to, like, where people were, like, getting tattoos and shit. We, yeah. we used the tattoo parlors, the dressing room at this place, what I'm talking about. But So it was close enough. Yeah, yeah. That was also the same place me and Tyler did the fusion dance. And we did a spirit bomb spot, too, so. <laughs> yeah, hey, mine was a, uh, a no-ring death match uh, with light tubes. I just want to. I just want to get hit with just one tube. Just one. Just, just give me one tube. I will dye my hair blonde so it'll look fucking sick. Mm. I just want one tube. There you go. That's what we do it then. Well, hey, I'm I'm going back to Murfreesboro in uh, April of next year. So, so come on out. And we'll see, see if we can see if, out. See if they want me. I'll talk to them. I'll talk to them. Well, I mean, while, while we're while we're talking about stuff that we're doing, I guess I can spill the tea. No, I always feel afraid of like spilling the tea about shit that I'm about to do because I feel like I could talk it out of existence. But since this is a Japanese wrestling podcast, I have no. You're in. gonna talk it out of existence. Don't no. say that on here. No, Cut I'm gonna. Tea. I'm gonna. gonna I want to put it over because I want people to try to donate to my fucking cause if they're so willing. That I have a spot in Japan. I just have to get the money up to get myself over there. 
So your boy making fucking good. Let's go. My biggest dream, my biggest wrestling dream is practically in my hands at this point. So I will be accepting money for Christmas <laughs> so I can get myself <laughs> over there. Because I've talked to them about it, like, and having difficulty getting the money up. And they were like, no, don't don't worry about it. Whenever you can get it, come over. Like, the offer still stands. You're, you're, you're still here. You're still ready to go. So, if anybody's curious about it, the, the promotion, I mean, it has a silly name. But you can check them out on YouTube. Hot Shoe Shoe. Which is a weird name. I thought it was a weird name. But they have ties to Ice Ribbon. Uh, the lady that runs the place has wrestled for several Joshi promotions. She's a retired Joshi wrestler. So I'm super excited about it. Like, I may li- live tweet out my fucking resignation from the wrestling business from over there. <laughs> because I'll never be able to top the fact that I got to wrestle in Japan. Let's fucking go. Jake in Japan. My second biggest one would be to wrestle fucking Dynamite's nephews, but no one will fucking book it. They had to go back to their home world. Well, that and those two kids would fucking murder me. Well, like I was like my whole idea was if I wrestled one of them, I was going to come out to uh, England belongs to me by uh, Cox Bar, this old 70s fucking English punk band. And I was like, yeah, they're going to oh, kill perfect. me. Yeah, they're going to kill me. I, oh, I'd be off. I would want to wrestle Thomas more than Mark because Thomas actually, he looks like he fell out of his uncle's ass. Like the kid looks just like dynamite. But they'd fucking kill me. And I don't care. That's right. Like, <laughs> I, would, I would die a happy person. Yeah. Well, we'll, we'll make it happen. Any final thoughts, Bivens, about Wrestle Kingdom imminently looming over us? That they need to book Bivens uh, versus Murphy in their hour-long match? That's what they need to do. In the dome. In the dome, baby. Yeah, I, I tend to think it's probably going to happen at like a, a rec center in like Mississippi or something first. <laughs> but we can we can run it back after the, uh, at the dome after we try. Let's go. Um I don't know. As far as Wrestle Kingdom, uh, I'm interested to see the results of the Danielson-Okada match because if Okada, I don't think he's leaving, but I think if Danielson beats him, you might as well just go ahead and claim him the uh, NXT North American champion at that point. Um, so I'll be, I'll be watching that one, anticipating the future of, of Japanese wrestling and uh, to see how that goes. Last well, chance uh, down gonna be the best match on the card. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, I'm interested in Naito and Sonata. I think it'll be a good match. Uh, I think it'll it's be one very of those, good. It's one of those like the finish is like so obvious that it almost makes you question if it's actually gonna happen because it's set up so perfectly and it looks like it's been calculated for so long that it's mm. like, are they gonna just do what they've telegraphed or are they gonna switch it up? So, I don't know. I'm I'm interested, not necessarily on fire for it, but... I don't know. I think it's so straightforward, but simultaneously so 50-50, because on paper, this is Sonata's true coronation. 
but at the same time, it's also very obviously Naito's final run. Right. I'm leaning I more so on more this years. is Naito's final run. No, I think Naito still has years left in him. No, he's been been saying he's only got like two. Nah, he says that, but I think he's got he has time, and he's never had that proper time on top. Even when they did let him be the fucking champion, they didn't they didn't fuck all with him. I. What makes me think that he doesn't have a lot of time left is anytime he does the uh, combination cabron these days, and he struggles a little more every time jumping over the ropes to to hit the dropkick part of it. Like it's it almost became a meme like over the summer of him like catching his foot on the top rope and just like having to do the standing dropkick. So uh, yeah, I yeah I tend to agree with Will that his uh, days are numbered. And I don't think Naito has that kind of desire like Tanahashi of I'm going to do this till I die kind of mentality. Right. I think he is very much a I'm going to do this while I'm still on top. True. And he realizes that he's about two years away from being lumped into the New Japan dads. Oh, and doing yeah. the, uh, the show opening six mans and shit? Yep. And he I don't does, see Naito sticking Naito around. Naito would never let himself be Bolton Oleg's tag team partner in a six man. Oh. Yeah, right. he's he, he's just about to that point of, uh, yeah, well, what you're talking about with becoming a New Japan dad and going like 0-7 oh uh, in tag league with Suzuki as his partner. Do, do you see him being the uh, oh, God damn it, what's his name? I can't think of his name. Uh, the 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 third musketeer. It was Chono Muda and uh, who was the third guy? Nagata. No, 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 no. Hashimoto. Never... Who? Hashimoto. Hashimoto? Yes, I, I see him being the Hashimoto and getting out while he can. You know, because yeah. like, didn't Hashimoto also get like horribly injured and that's why he got out? That was part of it, but. Or was it because he died? He also died. But, like, Hashimoto would have been the one that wouldn't have stuck around. Muda and Chono would have been the ones that stuck around. Whereas, you know, like, Muda would have been the Tanahashi. And been okay with being in the six-man opening. And Chono would have been the one that was, like, Okada, you know. But, I don't know. It's still funny to me that New Japan sticks to their, their Three Musketeers booking style, regardless. All Japan got away from their four four pillars booking, but New Japan's like, nah, we're still doing three musketeers. We're going to have three dudes on top, and it's going to be Okada, Tanahashi, and Naito. And now Noah's just a four-pillar company, and it's fucking annoying. Mm. God, Noah fucking sucks these days. I the love fact Kino, that out of everyone... No, that was course correction, baby. <laughs> because Keno should always have that fucking belt. The only two people that need to constantly be getting hot potato that belt is him, and I honestly think it's criminal that Marafuji does not have an absurd cartoonish number of GHC title runs. Because Marafuji is still hands down one of the best in the world. I will die on the hilltop that Marafuji is top five of all time. Change the fucking game everyone copies marafuji's kicks at the bare minimum you can't deny that settle down 
<laughs> Settle down. You gonna say Marafuji ain't the goddamn goat? Yes. Or are we talking about, like, around the world or just, like, Japanese wrestling? Around the goddamn world. Well, well that mean Bret Hart's the best there ever was, so. Mmm. Not better than Danielson. He's absolutely better than Brian Danielson. And we already have a whole episode that proves we do. that. And Bret Go Hart's back and listen better. to it. Bret Hart's absolutely better than Brian Danielson. I don't give a fuck what anybody says. Well, I'll, <laughs> I'm going to watch Wrestle Kingdom. I think this will be the first year in probably since nine that or before nine that I haven't watched it live because there's nothing on the card really that is that compelling that I would fuck up my sleep schedule for a couple days <laughs> to watch that. There's just like there there really isn't a single match on there that intrigues me like that. But would the you most watch, would you watch New Year's Dash live? Back in the day, yes. I don't like how they've handled New Year's Dash the last couple of years. It's been such a throwaway show where it used to just be... It was literally the Raw after WrestleMania. Here's a yeah. shitload of angles. Mm-hmm. And probably like two debuts. Yeah. And now it's one it's an angle. Yeah, it's like an And it's song. not even a big angle. It'll literally just be like, I'm challenging you at New Beginning. Whereas... <laughs> You had Sorry. moments like fucking Kenny taking over the Bullet Club. You had the shit with... The closest that they've had is Kenny teaming up with Okada for that tag, and that wasn't even an angle. That was just a... Doesn't that look cool? Do, do you think that they've pivoted from that booking strategy for New Year's? Because it's just a Corkuren show, and there's literally like a thousand people in attendance. But I don't understand why. Because it's not like Corkin's just something that they only throw sea shows at. Like, that plays host to pretty much the entire fucking Super Junior tournament every year. That's just because of what it is. That, but that's the only reason. It definitely seems like they have gotten away from that kind of booking for New Year's Dash. And I do miss it because I'd say the one after Wrestle Kingdom 10 or... 11 was probably the last one that truly felt like it mattered. Well, there's always been those three venues that they always booked hot. And it was always the Dome was top, Budokan was second, and Corcuan was third. Osaka and, Joe, that's the real number one now. That's well, now, where you'll actually see the moments the fans really want to see. Is in fucking Osaka Joe. That's where you see monster runs die. Well, that now, but like used to, and traditionally, especially in Enoki's New Japan, it was always the Dome, then Budokan, then Corcoran Hall. Like Corcoran Hall was like the MSG of of New Japan for the longest time, which was always funny to me because it can literally only sit about a thousand people. I don't know. I just. I never thought I'd say this, but I think Wrestle Kingdom may maybe made a mistake going back to one day. No. Two-day wrestling shows are bullshit. No, I think the two-day worked 
would work fine if they just didn't treat it like such ass like they did this year, <laughs> where half of the matches are multi-man tags to build up to tomorrow's matches. If you would just split up your belt matches and give... Or not like have fucking four, 15 belts. No, that just have help. 15 belts. Just just accept it. CML's <laughs> influence is too great and powerful. Yeah, I know, and I fucking hate that. Goddamn, give but me back give me back four belt New Japan, please. I think if they filled it out instead of these stupid multi-man undercard matches on your biggest show of the year, give some of these dudes some singles. Like have Umino versus Narita. Give right. Yoda Suji something. Have some kind of fucking tag match with the war dogs. Well, if you didn't have 15 belts, you wouldn't have to do that. No, have 20 belts. No, fucking no. But also, we are replacing the U.S. belt with possibly the Intercontinental belt. They don't need either of those. No, they need the Intercontinental. That was the most beautiful belt ever. Sure, the belt looks nice, but no, they don't need that many fucking belts. I I like New Japan with just three singles belts for the heavyweights. No, they need no. They don't need that fucking many. Because the Five never open belt. weight belt is not a real open weight belt. No. Heavyweight, junior heavyweight, heavyweight tag, junior tag, and fucking women's belt. That's all they fucking need. That's it. Can I interest you and hear me out? Okay. So, what if we had an intercontinental championship? We have an open weight belt so that we no. can pretend we'll merge the divisions, but juniors don't get no. to go near there. No. And we also have some six-man belts that are open weight. They can go no. there. And then we <laughs> have a TV not. belt. No. And we have a 15-minute time limit, so it's actually really nice and concise banger matches. No. And then on top of that, we, um, we also have some NXT belts. Okay. So literally the exact model that they run under. And then on top of that, we have a thing that was specifically made to not be a belt, but then we made it a belt. God damn it. In the KOPW. So in other words, just keep doing what they're doing? I guarantee you there's going to be at least one more new belt in the next year. God damn it. I I hate it. I think they are not going to sit right with losing the strong belt, and they're going to make another strong belt. Ah! And strong, too. Electric Boogaloo. (laughs) They're just... Just to fully bury all the people that actually put in the work on strong, so they can just throw it on guys like Hikaleu, they're just going to make the strong heavyweight belt and make their entire roster that's almost all juniors just go eat shit (laughs) it's not even just the juniors it's Fred roster too one of the best fucking guys they got like in the u.s or in japan and nothing i do not understand why new japan hates their strong roster so fucking much like fred you managed to take a chance on darren young of the prime time players and it paid off better than lit. No, they made him into a legitimate star that I'm never thought I would say. Why the fuck is Darren Young not in the G1 climax? Because of the shits. No, 
his shit with filthy tom lawler was legitimately the if it wasn't the best it was top three storylines during pandemic era that was because of tom lawler not because of fucking (laughs) i mean only partially because filthy tom's that fucking dog that's what I'm saying. That was a, he was the one that got that over, not fucking Darren Young. Nah, dude, that's that's, like saying, that Frederick <laughs> Rosser was cutting some killer fucking promos, grappling his ass off. But no fuck him. Off. Fuck the West Coast wrecking crew for some reason. <laughs> and also, when in, when the only person that isn't like, no, nah, fuck you, is Leo Rush. But even then, they're just very much like, you're a tour, Gaijin. You're here to challenge for belts to make us look good. Or have that shitty opening match last year at Wrestle Kingdom. No, nah, that was that, that was fun. What, with fucking poopy pants, what's his name? What, TJP? <laughs> yeah, fuck that guy. Poopy no, fuck pants, TJP, TJP for sure. I, I hate poopy pants, TJP. That match was the shit. Honestly, if it was just a singles of Leo Rush and Francesco Akira. Mm. Well, the whole thing was dragged down by poopy pants, TJP. Like, I, I can't stand that dude. Well, and the junior tag match this year is not looking too much better. It looks all right. I mean, I, well, it's gotta be better I really anything. like War Dogs junior well, version. Well, it's got to be better than anything with Poopy Pants CJP, Mr. Bronze Medal from the Cruiserweight Classic a few years ago. What if I told <laughs> you it's TJP again? Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. Did he, but now did he he's not defending the belts. He's challenging. And I bet you he will win it. Yeah, well, that's you're not selling me on this anymore. <laughs> Are you saying you're than... not ready for TJP to get two consecutive Tokyo Dome victories? No, what I'm rucking ready for is for TJP to fuck off and go away. That's what why I'm ready he's for. he's the most knowledgeable man in wrestling. No one could ever teach him a thing, not even Jushin Thunder Liger. We've really got to work on your fucking sarcasm delivery, buddy. <laughs> Fucking poopy pants TJP. Jesus Christ. Mr. Dab in a fucking rest hold himself. I will say, he did have a really good fucking theme song in WWE. Little Mega Man ripoff. I agree with you on that. That was about where it started and ended. That was a good one. Yeah, that's about where it started and ended. And on that that note, now that we have encompassed how bleak Wrestle Kingdom is... (laughs) for 2024 it's more like a wrestling republic than a kingdom but alright Jake what do they need to do bring you in wrong they need to go watch DDT and impact fucking wrestling not impact but